welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einstiedler, Business and Life Coach. My name is Adina Ahiri and it is my pleasure to invite you to a new episode of Medu's COVID-19 Crisis Log. On the background of the current crisis in the United States, recent events have been focusing on anti-racial movements spread throughout the country. How come we still need to discuss racism in the 21st century? But here we are once again fighting for a united world where color doesn't matter. In this episode, we look at how certain structures still keep people in their place socially and educationally. And what do we need to do for a permanent change to happen? Listen to Medu's podcast and reflect with us. How Medu, how's everything in Austria? Hi, Adina. It feels almost normal, really. We don't need to wear masks anymore. The cinemas are back. And if you go shopping, it almost feels normal. There's still some hesitation around. You can even go to a, to a restaurant without the mask now. Before, you would have needed to wear a mask coming in and going out, not, not while you're seated. How are things over there? How are you? Well, I think for the first time in a while, we're both on the same, as far as to almost normal, I can say the same here. I still see people wearing masks. When I get in the store, I do wear one. What has been interesting for me in the U.S. this past week, uh, considering the virus and the social distancing, I feel like the social distancing has literally flown off the window with all the riots we've been having. Maybe you, you've heard about the um, death of um, George Floyd and all the, the turmoil that has generated. And I mean, it's with good reason. Have you heard anything of that uh, in, in Europe? Do you know? I do know, and I'm following it on um, BBC and on the New York Times. And I think for a non-American, and then obviously I'm, I'm white, I'm learning about the importance of the black history and about how deeply this is rooted into the American culture. And, and to be honest, as in European, I have like two reactions. Like the one reaction is I look at all this and I'm like, it's 2020 and seriously, the skin color is still an issue. So I, I have a hard time believing it. And then my second thought is, yeah, but we do have a similar problem as well with the people from more from the eastern part of Europe, like Turkey, or even with people from, from the Arabian countries. So skin color is also an issue over here. And then my third thought is, well, my parents were refugees and they came after the Second World War to Austria. And although we have we, we share the same skin color, we do talk slightly a different version of uh, German and Austrian. So people could recognize that, well, I'm born in this country, but I'm not raised amongst natives, but I was raised in a refugee family. So we do have slightly different values and a slightly different way of, of talking. And there was a lot of discrimination that I felt and, and I got mobbed in school and, and I don't even look different. 
so people just heard that I'm different or not from here. For me, it's like a, it's learning about the states and the culture, and then I guess what I'm seeing is how deep the hurt runs, really. And I do understand. Well, I'm not sure if I understand, understand, but but I can empathize with the anger that I see. Even from a professional standpoint, I'm like, okay, there is so much trauma and transgenerational trauma that, that has been passed on. Racism is built in our society. And, and as white people, we are not even aware of how this is built into. And there are certain structures that make sure people are suppressed. And we are not even aware of those structures because they don't affect us, so we don't see them. Just to make a, a different example, during the, lo the lockdown, um, of course, the schools were closed, and so homeschooling was the thing. So every student needed to be homeschooled. So in people in the middle class, this was not an issue because, of course, everybody had a mobile phone, everybody had a laptop. I was also ignorant to the fact that not every student has a laptop. You know, if, if you're from a family that comes from a not-so-fluent background, you probably won't have a laptop at home. And it took a few articles in the news that I realized, oh my gosh, that's true. There are people out there where their children, they don't have a laptop. And homeschooling is really, really difficult because they cannot connect in the way that are they are supposed to connect now. When, when the students go back to school, those who were able to homeschool and do their homework and also had parents who were able to help them with the homework, of course, they will do better. But we have a lot of children. German is not their first language. At home, the families, the parents, they don't speak German. So the parents were not able to help those children. What you're telling me is, is connected to education. I'm connecting it to how the structure keeps certain people in a position where it's really hard to move further in the society or to develop further. So if I come from a poorer background, then the structure makes sure that I stay in this poorer background. This is something that, that you can either relate to, to racism, you can relate it to misogyny. What I'm hearing actually is that it all comes down to money. <laughs> Because even if the families that don't speak German, if they had enough, like a certain revenue, they can afford to pay a tutor to give private lessons for the child to keep up. They can afford to buy an iPad. They can afford their ways to work around even when you're at a disadvantage educationally. If you do have the, the material resources, you can still provide what the child needs. But what I'm hearing is that it all comes down to this division, the, the social classes that are still really prevalent in, in our society. And there are structures in place that prevent people to do better 
to actually get a job that would earn them the money so that they would be able to live a better life, to get a better education, to give their children a better education. I mean, it's still difficult for homosexual people to get hired for a movie. As a movie director, if you're female, well, you're tough luck. I mean, just look at the Academy Awards. How many uh, black actors, how many female actors did get an Academy Award? Racism and suppression is built in our society, is built in structures where if you're not affected, you don't even realize, oh, wow, this just makes sure that the people stay in their place. Thank you for joining us on this discussion addressing racism and trying to make sense of a society where segregation unfortunately still exists. We hope that our improvisations have made room for even more understanding, acceptance and love. I encourage you to share your insights with Madhu directly by emailing her at madhu.einsiedler.at and to engage with her on her social media on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Remember to choose love over hatred and don't miss our next episode. Thank you.